Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Christ Confidence. On this journey of healing from the inside out, we've been unpacking a chapter of Proverbs every day. And today we're going to focus on Proverbs 11. Proverbs 11 reads, Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is His delight. When pride comes, then comes shame, but with the humble is wisdom. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his ways aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteous of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, and when the wicked perish, there is jubilation. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A tale-bearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. He who, who is surety for a stranger will suffer, but one who hates being surety is secure. A gracious woman retains honor, but ruthless men retain riches. The merciful man does good for his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked man does deceptive work, but he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward. As righteousness leads to life, so he who pursues evil pursues it in his own death. Those who are of a perverse heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their ways are his delight. Though they join forces, the wicked will not go unpunished, but the posterity of the righteous will be delivered. As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is one who scatters yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right but leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withhold grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. He who troubles his own house will inherit the wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. If the righteous be recompensed on the earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner. Well, there you have it, 31 verses here. And there's something to gain from every single verse. Well, we're going to go back to verse 17. 
the merciful man does good for his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. Right here, the Bible is telling us our body, mind, soul, spirits, they're all connected. And if you are merciful, you're doing something good for your own soul. And God is merciful. And because God is merciful, when we are also merciful, we're in alignment with Him. And don't we want mercy? When we've done wrong, don't we want somebody to be merciful to us and correct us more gently and lead us back into the right direction? But how about somebody that's cruel? Not only are they hurting their soul, but they're hurting their own flesh. So there we have it. They are so connected in every way imaginable. Science cannot quantify this in any way, but yet we know it is true. You know somebody that's depressed, you know their physical body suffers. If you know somebody who is sick and they have a long-term illness, their spirit also suffers. So they're connected and we need to remember that connection and work to heal from the inside out. Because just imagine if you, you had a sore and you cut your thumb. If that started to heal from the outside, but it wasn't healed on the inside, it would be a wound forever. And it could get infected and even lead to more problems down the road. But if it heals from the inside out, you might have a small scar, but yet everything else is good. And so you're, that scar might be a reminder that you've done that one day, but the pain and the problems from it would cease to exist. So we always want our bodies to heal from the inside out. It's the same way we have to heal our souls so that we heal fully from the inside out. Let us close here in prayer, but remember, share something you've learned from one of these verses in the comments or on social media. Thank you, God, that you are merciful to us, Lord. Thank you that you allow us to show mercy and teach us how to show mercy to others when we have been wronged. Lord, we just thank you and praise you that you are a forgiving Father, that you are a merciful Father, Lord, and that you correct us in gentle ways. Lord, we ask that you keep our path straight, Lord, and our mind on things that are eternal today and every day, Lord, so that our life can be a blessing to you and we can shine your light on others in the darkness. We thank you and praise you for all that you are. In Jesus' holy name, amen. My friends, I hope you are finding healing on this journey and join me again tomorrow as we unpack another chapter of Proverbs and the healing continues.